You ever have those podcasting days where you really want to talk about your kidneys, but should probably talk about Ron DeSantis? I know these times are tough. Bonjour, amigos. Bienvenidos, secret friends. That, of course, the Benjamin Franklin of podcast bass players. Fishby! <clears throat> Thank you, Fishby. We'll get to my kidneys in a second, because it's, uh, it's kind of funny. But first, how shall we remember the Ron DeSantis campaign? I will remember it, given I've always thought the fundamental flaw of the Ron DeSantis campaign is no one had the balls to tell him that he will never be president because when you get right down to it, you're an unlikable twat. Like, no one... No one could tell that to Captain Ron and his family. It's not your fault. Kind of, like, it's genetics and environment and just kind of who you are. Uh, there's no fucking way this is happening for you. Unlikable twat. So I think that was the, that was the biggest problem. And he's just kind of uh, off-putting and disingenuous as a, as a human being. And then he started his campaign... With such a bang, uh, uh, he announced his candidacy on X, and it went fucking terrible, if you remember. And then, like, wait, wait, wait. We've got more money in the bank at this time than, like, any Iowa campaign in history. And we're not just going to door knock once in Iowa. Not twice, not trois, not, not quattro or quatorze. Uh, we're going to knock on every single door in Iowa five times. We're going to all 99 counties, the full Grassley. And at the end of the day, he couldn't get within 30 points of Donald Trump. What did he beat Nikki Haley by? A point? After all that, you beat Nikki Haley by a point? And then we've got New Hampshire tomorrow. And the political shows, the political animals, are still clamoring around New Hampshire as if it has something to offer. And it does if you'd like to go vacation there. I know a handful of people from New Hampshire, and all of them world-class people. It says right on their license plates, live free or die, which is very inspirational. But New Hampshire, usually it seems like a big fucking deal. This year, it just seems completely small, completely irrelevant, whether you're Nikki or Ron or Tim Scott or Ramaswamy or Chris Christie. Iowa was your shot. And I know it's a little bit, little bit different for Chris Christie, but, but Iowa was your shot. The biggest question remaining right now when it comes to election 2024 
Well, I suppose there's a few. A, how are the Democrats going to get out of this Biden situation? I maintain it's not too late until we get to the convention at the end of the summer, but we'll see. And if it is going to be Biden-Trump, will there really be a third-party candidate? If there was ever a year, if there was ever a time, this one is it. Over 70% of the country doesn't want Biden-Trump. Yet it seems here we are. I'd like to apologize for something. I don't know what day it was. It It might have been Friday. I had high hopes of finishing... Uh, this Rain Wilson book, the the uh, actor from The Office, and it, it's a very interesting book. It, it's one of my favorite biographies ever because it's very philosophically challenging, which is interesting for a biography, especially an autobiography. No, I haven't finished it. I I I didn't have a good weekend. I I wasn't feeling very good. I did like no reading, which which is bad. I did watch all the NFL games, obviously. And I did complete season five of Fargo, and I predict next year Succession will be gone at the award shows, and then uh, people can only give so many awards to the bear. My hunch is season five of Fargo is so good. I, I don't say this lightly. It's a fucking masterpiece. Uh, it'll probably win all the awards. Uh, next year. We'll see. Just real quick, Fishby. Can I can I get to something that that's getting my goat? That that's nibbling around the instant pudding? This goat. I got a call from my one of my many doctors, uh, nurses on uh on friday and they're like hey we uh we just got these labs back we need you to come in next week and stop taking a fuck ton of your medications because um these numbers on your kidneys don't look right that's what they said the numbers on my kidneys in fact i have a uh Supposed to get a steroid injection in my spine this week. Cancel that because something is a foul on the lab tests of my kidneys. And those of you that have been with me for a while, I thank you for that. But you also know my body, my choice. And I find the fact that I can't legally sell a kidney to be outrageous and this was this was a battle i was willing to fight fuck you and your perverse incentive structure how do you give poor people money in a way that's not inflationary because that's what poor people need fucking money you know how you let them sell a kidney i thought i i thought everyone was gonna come around on this
But I don't want everyone to come around after it's too late for me. If somehow my kidneys are bogus before I can sell at least one of them. Oh, fish pee. Oh, man. We'll see what the doctor says later this week about these tests. Very excited. There's other stuff going wrong, too, that I'm not going to mention. All right. Fish Beast questions. A podcast bass player with... Have you ever had bad labs on the kids? By kids, I mean kidneys, Fishbury? Of course not. Of course not. All right, here's Fish Beast ship. Rub-a-dub-dub, Captain Walnut Stuffer. It's me, Fish B. And why do Uber drivers keep assuming you are a doctor... And are you man enough to grow a manly beard like manly man Elon Musk? And then trivia time, motherfucker. Where once again our category is gold medal ice. How many... When will we exhaust this category? I'm very confused. What's new? We'll do the questions first. Rub-a-dub-dub, Captain Walnut Stuffer. My guess is that's not a compliment. It's you, Fishby, that's right. Why do Uber drivers keep assuming that I'm a doctor? It's... When the weather got freakishly cold, like zero degrees and two degrees, I had a lot of doctor appointments, and I, I can only walk to so many of them, especially ones that are like three plus miles away so I was getting picked up from these doctor's offices and the first time it happened first this uber driver was driving a fucking jaguar which I thought was a weird choice I've been picked up in just about everything never a fucking jag so I get picked up in a jaguar and then he drops me off at the at the housing project and I'm telling you I got I got this haircut and I put a little hairspray in it I put on my glasses apparently I look like a fucking doctor which is speaks volumes about what kind of people have the ability to look like a doctor but this guy this fellow's like hey I didn't know y'all made house calls I'm like yeah, yeah you bet we do you bet we do that's that's what I'm here a house call then I got picked up by another woman based on the accent like she's either was German or like Eastern European descent, but she also was thrilled to be picking up a doctor. She's like, can I just tell you everything that's wrong with me and this can be my appointment? I should have said, yeah. I probably also should have told her that I wasn't a doctor, but I just, I just let it hang. I just, you know, it was nice. It was nice. Turns out being a doctor is pretty cool. And am I man enough to grow a manly beard like manly man, Elon Musk? That's a very impressive beard, Elon. It's, it's, it, it's a real wow. If you haven't seen Elon's... Are we calling that a beard? But regretfully... 
I have to look at that thing, the, the, the sporadic patches of whiskers that an over 50-year-old man and Elon Musk absorb, and, and no, not, not even close, not even, I, not even a mustache. So blonde hair and blue eyed, like I, the universe barely gave me eyebrows. I, yeah, they think I'm a doctor, but they certainly don't think I'm a fucking. No one will ever mistake me for a cage fighter, if you, if you know what I mean, right? Um, and now today's TTMF, the most important podcast segment in the history of podcast segments. It's our Wordle. Because no matter what, we'll get you out of here with some useless knowledge that you can file away in your useless knowledge category. <clears throat> TTMF, gold metal ice. I've got two for eight. Which country has the larger gold reserve? Kazakhstan? Or the United Kingdom? Which country has the larger gold reserve? Kazakhstan? The country where Borat is from? So you've got Borat's country. God bless you, Sasha Varicor. And the United Kingdom? For the UK, I pray this answer is the UK. Neither of them have very much. Kazakhstan, as far as countries goes, has the 15th most in the world. 381 metric tons. Meanwhile, the UK, mighty England and the such, they're number 17 on the list with 310. That's terrible. Imagine if you're England right now and just realizing that, holy fuck, our country has less gold reserves than Kazakhstan? Not to diss Kazakhstan, but there's a reason that Boris elected. Like, that's where it's going to be fucking from. Well, and the U.S. has over 8,000 uh, metric tons of gold. We're number one by a mile. Germany's two. This list is is actually really pretty fucking interesting. Well, uh, Germany two, then Italy, France, Russia, China, Switzerland at seven, Japan at eight, India at nine, Netherlands at ten. Interesting list. It is uh, interesting. All right, Fishby. Hopefully, uh, my kidneys are good enough to sell, right? Let's, let's just all pray on that. Uh, we only have 15 minutes. Back tomorrow. Say adios.